Family from the Heart Podcast, episode number 281. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you? I have never been better gets better every day and it gets better every single day i live with you i know that that's not true what do you mean that's not true dude you've been like the most depressed little eeyore walking around here for the last week not the last two days okay maybe like the last day today just started <laughs> yesterday i was fine i went out it was sunny and went for a two and a half hour walk if not three hours okay but i didn't see you very much yesterday because it was a dance day so that doesn't count. Okay. So the only memory I have of you for the last lots of days is your little moopy little self. I mean, you can't pull the whole, I'm great. It's just fantastic because I know you're lying. Well, I'm not lying. I, today. I, today I'm doing absolutely wonderful. And even when I'm mopey, I'm still doing better than I ever have. And it's getting better every day. Maybe you should remind yourself of that when you get mopey. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it, I can't help it. I get these little winter blues that happen from time to time. And, and you know, the sun doesn't shine for days. And, and it looks like it's 3 o'clock in the morning at 6 p.m. And, and you know, sometimes I feel like I'm working from the time I wake up until all the time I go to bed, which is actually the reality since I actually But am. you actually like that. So, that I mean. Some, I do sometimes. And sometimes I don't. Okay. So it, it, yeah, I experience a little bit of the winter blues, but still, when I when I actually say, when somebody asks me how are you doing, if I say I've never been better, it gets better. I'm I mean it. Okay. Right now, I absolutely mean that. I've never said it when I didn't mean it. Okay. Ever. Fair enough. Ever. Ever. If you were to say. You know, it, it, now I'm going to be like listening for you on those but, days when I know that like well, and, and you, you know what smiled in a week here. And, and you know what? I can tell you this right now. Chances are if somebody were to ask me and I was doing something that was enjoyable and and kind of takes me out of the, you know, the the blahness of the day. then the reality is I might actually say that and it be true for that for that very moment. For that very moment. Yes. All right. And it does get better every day. Okay. There, are, you know what I mean by this. When I actually say this, it, I've never been better because every day. Are you okay over there? No, I'll be fine. Okay. I I have never been better because every day I'm learning something new. There's something. There's something new I'm experiencing, and even oftentimes there's a challenge that needs to be overcome. And the reality is, is that. It is a blessing to be able to be alive today to receive that challenge and try to get through it, even if it happens to be a great gloomy day for which I am absolutely depressed and I feel as lonely as uh, a guy who is the last person on earth, you know, going to the Hobbit by themselves. Okay, here is the deal. You and your Hobbit. So 
which we'll talk about later. Yes. You'll give your review. Cliff had press screening tickets to The Hobbit, which is happening at a theater that's 45 minutes away from us. Okay. On a school night. Mm-hmm. I'm sick. I said, well in advance, I don't think I'm going to go because it's a school night and things tend to get crazy. Um, why don't you invite your dad? Right. I said that to you like way last week. Yep. Plenty of time to do something about it. And I said that was a great idea. I would do that. That was a great idea. And I did. On Tuesday. Like I meant for you to call him like that day. Maybe I should have handled that for you, which is ridiculous because you don't pay me to be your secretary. Um, nor would I be if you did pay me to do that. <laughs> um, and and so I get that, that you know, you're, you're busy and you have stuff going on and it's A to Z and all this stuff. But I informed you last week that I didn't think it would be a good idea for me to go to The Hobbit on Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday comes. Kids have a snow day. We're here all day. I'm re- I, I'm I'm still not feeling well, but I, I'm rested. I think I could probably pull it off. But I knew that I was going to cough through that entire movie, mm-hmm. which would not be enjoyable for me or anyone around me. They probably would have asked me to leave. So I decided I wasn't going to go. Megan has like a ton of homework that she's procrastinated on all day. So even if she wanted to go, which I think she did, I wouldn't have let her. Right. Okay. That's my job as the mom. Mm-hmm. Matthew just didn't want to go. <laughs> right. And so you go to The Hobbit by yourself. Yep. I did. I'm thinking that you're okay with this because you understand what's going on here. It's a school night. It's a theater far away. It's going to be a late night. Your wife doesn't feel well. Okay. You come home from the movie. I'm like, so how is it? How how was it? I, I mean, are you going to take us each back individually like you did with the first movie? I'm really wanting to make conversation with you. And you're like, I don't know. Nobody wanted to go with me now. So I guess nobody wants to see it. And I really wanted to knock you upside the head. That's not exactly it, how this went down. <laughs> it, it's very, it's very close to that. I challenge you to disagree with me. <laughs> the challenge accepted. This is exactly how it went down. And if you have rewritten it in your mind to make you look better, I'm sure no, it's that not. you would disagree. Okay, so here's the deal. All right. I completely understand your desire to go see this movie. And I can understand Megan's desire. I don't think Megan has a desire to go see The Hobbit. I mean, she would have gone to see it with me had she not had homework i totally agree with that i totally understand the fact that you uh were not able to go for the reasons that have been mentioned already and the reality is though mckenna has zero desire to go see this movie had mckenna is eight okay which is fine okay but your question was, are you going to go take us each to see it Well, you never took McKenna. You, you didn't take McKenna to see The Hobbit. All right. So clearly I wasn't including her. Okay. You did take your dad. You did take, I went, I went to the press screening with you. Mm-hmm. And then you took your dad to see The Hobbit. And then you took Megan to see The Hobbit. And then you took Matt. Did I take my dad to see The Hobbit? Yes. Wow. Are you sure? I'm fairly sure. Okay. Anyway, so so the or thi- maybe there was just discussion about it. It was a long time ago. But. I don't know, but but the reality is is that when you ask that question, I'm thinking. So are you going to take us us 
each individually. Which, okay, number one, am I going to take Matthew to go see this movie individually? He wouldn't go see it with me on a night when it was What free. I was asking was, what I was asking you was, did you enjoy the movie enough to go back three or four different times to see it? That's what I was asking you. That was the question that you were like, I don't know. Nobody was interested in going. <laughs> it would. I was my, like, roll I, over and go to sleep before I, I smother you with a pillow. I thought you were asking, are we all going to go see this movie is, is what you were getting yeah. at. And the answer was, I don't, I don't know how that's what you were getting at because that's not what I asked. <laughs> you asked, are you going to take us all individually to go see this movie? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? That's what I said. I started with, did you like Did it? you like this movie enough that you're going to take us all individually to see it? And the answer to my question to... was, I don't think I'm going to take us all individually to see it. That's not what you said. <laughs> you said, I don't think anybody wants to see it with me. Nobody wanted to go with me tonight. <laughs> I think it was slightly different than that. But... I... <laughs> But still, the man hasn't talked to me in days, and all I get is, I don't think anybody wants to spend any time with me. You know That's what? Not what? I, I think said. you might be right. That's not what I said. I said, nobody wanted to go see it tonight. Why would anyone want to go see it this weekend? What would be different? I mean, with the exception of you and Megan. Okay. So, are so, me and Megan nobody now? We're, well, we don't count. So if you would have, it, it would have been completely different, completely different. Is so? Do you did you like it gr- good enough to go take me to see it this weekend? And I'm like, well, yes, I did. Okay. That would have been. But are you going to? Are are specifically? I'm sitting here thinking, why on earth would my son not go see this movie? Because he has no interest in it. But now he's begging me to spend time with you. To see it this weekend. You don't get that, do you? Well, I spend time with him, but I don't want to take him to go see a movie he doesn't want to see. But he wants to see it because you want to see it. I asked you for a year and a half to read Twilight because I liked it. I know. It wasn't until I said, or because I thought you would like it. It wasn't until I said it was because it was what I was interested in that you even gave it the remote. I don't understand what's the difference between this. The difference between Tuesday, he was in the middle of playing with his friends. Okay, and but, but I had asked him four to four to six times prior to that. Okay, and I'm talking about once every day, every, each day, every day leading up to it. I find that very hard to believe because we did not hear you speak for five days. It it happened. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, all right. So. When you asked that question, that was, was like, I can't imagine taking Matt to go see this movie. He doesn't want to go see it. Okay. He didn't want to go see it tonight. Why would he want to see it this weekend? But that's not what I asked. So I'm glad we clarified. <laughs> Do, did I? So to answer your question, did I enjoy it enough that I would be willing to go pay to see it several more times? Yes. Okay. I did enjoy it that much. Okay. Um, let's. We might as well jump into my little review well. because we're here. We're talking about The Hobbit. Oh my gosh! I can't, did we you really just, go into that? That long? you just um, finished the book. I did. I and and I think that this. Um, oh gosh, I don't know if I'm bummed that I read the book and then went and saw the movie, mm-hmm. 
or if it would have been better if I would have just went and saw the movie and then finished the book. I don't know. Uh, but but the reality of what happened was is that I finished reading the book and then went and saw the movie. And I will tell you, I, I did really enjoy the second Hobbit movie, The the Desolation of Smog, which, by the way, I will not give any spoilers. Right. There will be no spoilers right. in what I'm going to share. Um, but what I will tell you is that there were certain places in the book that were given physical expression in the movie, which were amazing. Um, it, it, there, the, there was, there, the scenes of what they, all of a sudden it just, it came alive. It's like, wow, that's really good. Um, the, there were certain types of people in the story that, you know, were given, you know, they, they have characters that are playing, you know, people, actors that are playing them as characters in the movie. And, and that really helped bring some things to life. Now, with that being said, the there's a there's a whole lot that I don't I there's more that I don't know than I do know about the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings and this whole uh, world that Tolkien created. What I do know is that the Hobbit was originally written as a ch- children's book, mm-hmm. a children's story, and it wasn't until later that he wrote the Lord of the Rings and made it into this more of an epic, darker kind of story and. And, and things like that. And after going through and creating the Lord of the Rings, I know that he had a desire to go back and rewrite the Hobbit to to be to more fit in line. to be more of a prequel to what to the same style of story that's being told in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I also know that there's this book, and I don't even know if I'll even pronounce it correctly, called The Similarian or something like that, which is supposedly another story written to him about this, you know, history sort slash mythos of of this world of Middle Earth. Um, and he also wrote these things called the appendices, and the appendices are you know even further background and context and and stuff like that. So what I realize is what I believe that I read. I just purchased the book The Hobbit by mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien off of Amazon on, on my Kindle app. I imagine that I'm I'm re- what I read was the actual original story. From what I've read in, about this from other because I'm actually reading a book about the the book The Hobbit. From what I understand is that. Tolkien was in the middle of actually rewriting the story that he never finished it. But there are some versions out there where you can actually see some updated stuff. Now, I don't know if what I read was the updated or if it was the original. I'm a little confused in that area. But what happened is that there were several things that were changed from the book to the movie. Now, we've seen this time and time again with movies. Right. And oftentimes it has to be done for cinematic reasons, for for good visual storytelling in, on, in, on the screen. Some of that, I have no doubt, is just the fact that Peter Jackson needed something a little bit more compelling for the screen than what was actually written in the story. At the same time, I believe there's probably some of this stuff that you're thinking, where on earth did they come up with this? Because that is not what I read in the book. Some of that I'm wondering how much of it came from potentially the some of the rewrites or the edits made in that he wanted where he wanted to change it 
And some of it, I wonder how much of it came from the additional appendices and the similarian and all this other stuff that gives context to what was going on. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm a little confused. And, you know, this is where part of me wants to be a Tolkien fan. I want to be a fan of this series. I want to, I, 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 this is one of those things where I've seen people get excited about it and I can understand their excitement. But really what brings it to life and makes me excited about it is Peter Jackson's cinematic interpretation of the story. Okay. I will tell you that The Hobbit is written in a, such a way that that Tolkien's English, the way that he communicates, is a little distracting to me as I'm reading it. I, I do not enjoy, I, I did not enjoy reading The Hobbit. I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the adventure and, and and the picturing things in my mind, but the process of actually reading the words as they were written, I found it quite tedious. Okay. So I enjoyed the movies more than I enjoyed reading the book, but I but I I kind of liked what I read in the book about the Hobbit compared to what I actually saw on the screen. There was a, there were a couple things that it's like, oh, I wish they wouldn't have changed that, or I wish that wouldn't have been there. But then again, I don't know how much of that was intended by Tolkien and how much of it was just Peter Jackson changing things just to make it into a movie. So I will say this. I, I, I'm, th- I am, I'm actually one of those people that is actually happy that they've split this one book into three different movies. I'm not upset that it, you know, ended where it ended, which I won't tell you where it ended, but um, because I expected it to end. I, I knew going in that this was a three-part movie for one book. Um, it, it, was, it was a good story, and it, and it I, I will say this. I don't know that I would have enjoyed this movie nearly much, as much. I think I probably would have been a little bit more lost and I would have definitely been completely clueless on a couple things had I not gone to, I think it's called thehobbit.net. Let me just look real quick. Thehobbit.net. And I'm confirming right now that that's the case. And it is. So it's loading up. And then on the bottom right-hand portion of the screen, there pops up a web experiment built for Chrome, a journey through Middle Earth. And when you load that up, it allows you to um, to actually go through the map of Middle Earth in certain different areas. And um, I will tell you, there's one place that was, it may have been mentioned in the ho- in the actual book, The Hobbit. It's called Dol, Gl- Dol Guldor, I think is it? Dol Guldor. And I don't remember the name of that being in there, but then again, I think it probably was, but it was just something that didn't really stand out to me. But going through this interactive uh, web experience through uh, this Chrome experiment, I was able to read a little bit more about Dol Guldur and what this place is and and stuff like that. And, And that prepared me much more than the book did for the story of how that was included into what happened in the second movie. So be with the book and that experience online, I went into this movie and enjoyed it immensely. Okay. 
So definitely great. I think that the first movie with even if you've never seen the even if you've never read the book, the first movie standalone is just amazing. The second movie, I don't know if you haven't read the book. I don't know if it's a, would be as enjoyable. Okay. Uh, but I would imagine since you have nothing to compare it to, if, if it, you're just a fan of these movies, which that's how I'd always been with Lord of the Rings. I, I think it would have been fine. But I think if you are a huge fan of the story and you only have the original telling of The Hobbit without all the Silmarillion and the appendices, you may have, have gone in hoping to actually see the story as it was told come to life. And unfortunately, there are some changes. There are some okay. changes, and specifically with Thorin, uh, there were some changes. And I think the message—I don't think his character had changed as far as who he is and what what decisions he makes, but specifically what he does. I I, th- I think there's a little bit more open to interpretation and a lot more acceptance of what choices are made in the book by Thorin as compared to the movie okay so there you go that's all right it was a good experience very good and i will look forward to seeing it when, cool when i see it should you decide you want should to? i decide i might just hold out and be mean just just i might just go by myself just this on weekend. principle <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's my review of the hobbit very good i don't know if let me ask you this as somebody who has not read the books and who probably has zero desire to do so, did anything I just say make sense? Nope. Okay. I, I didn't think so. Nope. But those who have read the book know exactly I, what I'm talking about. I only know the characters when I see them. I don't remember any of their names. And um, there's no way I can. The only thing I can tell you is that. Um, oh, there's Bilbo. Well, there's I know. I know. Balin, Dwalin. Before Beaufort. Yeah, no, I know, I know Bilbo and Bombor. Um, that that's that's it. Feely, and off the gray, or is he white? No, he's not white until like the Lord of the Rings. <gasps> right? Spoilers. Oh, that's like those have been out for a while, people. <laughs> not really feeling so bad. Um, and so yeah, I I don't, I I, I don't. Yeah. I would be I I would be fine if I didn't see it. Yeah. I probably will just to finish the story because I did see the first and I, you know, anyway, but, um, yeah, I, I, the one, you know, the one thing it didn't so, have, I thought we were done. Oh no, that's okay. Go it ahead. It didn't have the high frame rate 3d. Oh, it didn't. No, but this was the first time I've ever seen a movie in cinematic 4k. Whatever that is. Again, I still have no it's, idea what you're talking about. It's higher resolution than HD. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. What else is on the list? Oh, what else is on the list? Stephanie's excited about Christmas, leftover oh, from last week. My goodness, I am so excited about Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, I have I've I've kept more secrets and and lied to my kids more this year than I ever have before, and it's fun because it's Christmas. It's it's just all about Christmas. That's all. That's it. I don't I don't lie to my kids. Well, you know, the last time I went and talked about. Uh, a birthday party or or a Christmas gift or whatever on a podcast um, I ended up spoiling it myself because then my mom turned around and listened to the podcast like two days before her birthday party okay remember how that happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I mean I don't I know our kids aren't going to listen nope so there's really no reason not to right 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 okay so I'm going to. I'm just really excited about Christmas this year. All right. Tell us um, about it. 
we have um we had decided many months ago that when we got our new iPad minis that the kids would then get ours. We've said that before already. Um, Megan has been the one who's been the most verbal about wanting one. And so I've, I've, I've come up with this mean little plan where um, I, I was thinking at first they would all open their iPads at the same time. But now uh, I think I'm going to stagger it and Megan's going to be last. And I just... I just love that because it fits my personality. It's who I am. But the reality is, is that you and I both have an iPad mini. Yes. Which McKenna does not know that mine is new because she was on there looking for her games. Nice. And she's like, mom, where are all my games on Bert? I had, and, and I'm like, there was no room. Your games had to go because I didn't realize that she didn't know that that was new. Right. So, um, I told her she could put three games Mm-hmm. on um on Bert. Gotcha. And so she has no idea. So but for Megan, she knows that you and I both had an original iPad mini and that we now both have uh iPad Well, she mini knows that like retinas. there are extra iPad minis laying around the house everywhere. And she's like, "What are you going to do with this?" What are you I said, "Well, we're going to, you know, there there's a service that buys old technology." Is that what you told her? Yeah, I told and her. And then she's sitting upstairs going, "Oh, I sure wish I, I had didn't, an iPad hold on. mini." I just want to I just want to point out the fact that I did not lie to her. I did not tell her that I was going to sell them. I said, she goes, what are you going to do with them? I said, well, there's this tech, there's this service that you can go in and they actually pay you a good amount of money for old technology. I said, you can go check it out. It's called Mm gazelle.com. So I said, so I've just been waiting for some time to check out that site to, you know, see what they'll give, right? what they would give for, for devices like this. So, um, so she, she totally thinks yeah. that they're getting sold. So for Christmas, you're thinking, okay, it's like, okay, wait a second. So we're going to, we're going to, as a gift, the kids are, yeah, Matthew, I was going to, I was going to wrap them all in like the same size box and the same paper and everybody was going to open them at the same time. But now I'm going to wrap them all different shapes and sizes and they're going to be staggered and well, Megan's going last. Well, hold and, and so <laughs> Megan, so McKenna will open hers, and Matthew will open her his. And, we'll be like, and there, and Megan will be like, "Well, wait a second, where's mine?" And it's like, "Well, we, you know, mom and I both had an iPad, and so we had these old." I said, "So they're getting." So you really said, need to pull out that you have the original iPad. I said, "I said, but Megan, you were the first child to have an iPad, right? We, I gave, mean, yeah. we gave you the original iPad. Who cares if it's like ten years out of date now?" <laughs> Um, Ten years. and I know it's funny, but, um, so, so they're, they're getting the iPads, but, and we do have a, another iPad mini when we signed up yes. for dish network, dish network, dish network had this promotion where you could either get something. I can't remember what the it, it was. Options. It was like, it was like an iPad too. It was one that was out of, um, you're, you said, don't send me that, that that's already out of date. I don't, I don't want oh, that. Is right. there they, anything they else? They said that we can send you $400 or we could send you an iPad mini is what it was. That was the second option. Yeah. The, the yeah. second option. When I'm you like, said, I said, I said, well, I, I said, well, or they said that we can send you an iPad two or $400. And I said, well, I definitely don't want an iPad two. Right. I said, as far as I'm concerned, that thing's useless. And she goes, well, we could send you an iPad mini. I was like, really? Okay. Really? Okay. Send Sign it. me up. Right. So she sent us a, an iPad mini and it came straight from Apple and uh, it's been sitting in a box. It's been sitting over there for a long time. So Daniel says you guys are mean slash awesome. Yeah, I know. 
So anyway, but Megan will actually have a brand new iPad. iPad it's, it's not, yeah, it's not, she's it's getting not a brand retina. new one. Hers is not. Um, well, neither are the other two. I know, but hers isn't hand me down the way. Um, Matthew's and McKenna's Matthew are. and McKenna's but are. She's ours getting are still a, in She's getting a brand shape. new one. Right, they are. Um, so uh, Laura in the chat room says that you know their kids got iPhones and they wrapped and hid them and then did a scavenger hunt. Um, the year that Megan got her iPhone for Christmas. Um, we wrapped it, put it under the tree, and then when she was opening the box, we called it, so it started ringing. Yeah. And um, her face was just priceless. It was just so much fun. Yeah. So they're getting those, and then um, Matthew's getting some games that he's wanted um, really bad. And I finally, um, I've been back and forth on this for years. McKenna has wanted a dry erase easel for a really long time and um, I've been putting it off and putting it off because number one you never like the fact that the second side is a chalkboard right and I can't find one that's dry erase on both sides or you know and um, you are all against the chalk yeah because it's messy oh yeah there's no way we're putting chalk in somebody's bedroom so um, anyway I found um, the one that I bought, I got from Ikea. I've I've wanted it for her for a long time. Um, you can put a roll of paper in the bottom and then you pull it up through the middle of the easel. So I'm just going to pull the paper over top of the chalkboard side. I will never buy chalk right. for this this board, but um, but she's going to be getting this this thing. And then um, we have it on our calendar to clean her bedroom on the 23rd because she wants her room clean before Christmas. And um, if you saw her room, you would understand this. Um, So when we go in and clean her room, I'm throwing away all of her art supplies, all of her broken crowns and dried out markers and everything. And then I've replenished those for Christmas. So I've I've bought new of all of that and we're going to find a way to organize it and see if she can't keep it organized and and clean and neat. Right. Um. McKenna is a very creative person and she actually thrives in messy. Like she does better in messy than Megan does. <laughs> Megan needs order. Um, so Matthew's getting his games and McKenna's getting her easel and her art stuff. And I got Megan this beautiful picture of the Eiffel Tower that she wants for her new bedroom. Their other big gift, I guess, was Matthew got a starter set to a game that he wanted. Okay, and the girls got One Direction tickets, which Megan thinks that this concert was sold out. That I tried to purchase tickets for it, and then it was sold out. <laughs> but I lied; it wasn't sold out. I got tickets, and um, and many like two months ago, I found um a One Direction wall calendar for 2014, and I had bought it, you know, and um, so I'm going to wrap the calendar with the ticket taped to the day of the concert. So she'll open it up and be like, oh, I got a calendar. But the ticket will be on the day. Nice. So I'm just, I'm really excited about Christmas. I, um, you bought my gift. You haven't listened to ALR yet, so you don't know that you got me a very nice gift. What did I get Um, you? You got me an outfit that I'm gonna wear when we're at NMX. Gotcha. And um, you did a really good job. I'm, did, I'm so proud did I do of you. A really good job? You did. Um, I'm just, I'm just really excited. I love to, um, I love to give. 
I do. I know it's, um, it's it's one of your gifts. That's what you love to do. And I'm having a hard time with you because you you don't need anything. I don't if you want do anything. if you do need something or want something, you buy it for yourself. So um so I just there's nothing that I can think of to to even, you know, so that you ha- you you'll have pajamas to open on That's Christmas cool. Eve. I'm perfectly like, fine. I did pick it. out pajamas for you. I'm, but, per- um, I'm perfectly fine. I don't need anything. I know. I know. That's that's not the point. The point is that I want to give. And so, but I'm just really excited about Christmas this year. It's um, 13 days away. Is that it? Yep. Wow. I know. That's pretty fast. It is. You know, it, it, it is a whole lot different these days. If, if, for those who have been listening to us for a very long time, they know that Christmas in the past has always been Christmas with the Ravens cranks. Well, it can still be Christmas with Ravens cranks. It, it still could be. <laughs> it depends on how much how much doom and gloom I'm feeling that day, right? Very true. No. Um, but it, it used to be a real hassle. It used to and of course, obviously financially it was a very difficult time. It for was. Us. Well, I think that things started changing financially when we got smart enough to start budgeting for Christmas. Every month of the year. Yeah, that is something. There is a line item budget in our, um, or there is a line item in our budget that is Christmas. And we put a certain amount of money in it each month so that when December rolls around, you're not like, holy cow, how, how am I going to pay for Christmas? Yeah. Well, I know how I'm going to pay for it. There's an envelope for it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, go to these banks and they created what they called the Christmas account yeah. or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we have that too. It's just called an envelope. It's that's sitting in a envelope. safe. Right. Although I think you took it out of the safe some quite some time ago. I did. Well, have you seen like how difficult it is for me to get in and out just to record? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not fun. But but that's the that's the reality. I don't I don't even know how much we're putting in it or how much we've been putting in it. But right. um, You know, we set out whatever amount that we want for the to budget for Christmas and then we divide Mm -hmm. it by 12 and every month we put that That, amount of cash in an envelope and lock it away. So yeah, that's that, and and that's right. That that had changed Christmas quite a bit, and it did. and also I think that we made a decision that we're not just going to go do a bunch of stuff that just because out of obligation, right? It, it's not to say that we still don't do one thing out of obligation that we'll probably do this year, but eh, you know, it's a whole lot better than seven things out of obligation. It it is, and um, I I think that and, and that's not even the thing, um. I think the stressful part came when all of those things had to happen on Christmas day. Yeah. And there came a time when, and I know I don't remember when it was. I mean, it's been quite a while ago now. Um, I know it was after we had Matthew. Um, We were the first of our, um, we were the first of our siblings to have kids. And so after, Matthew, you know what? We can't be traveling all day. There has to be time for us to have Christmas with our family. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so we, we said, we're not going out on Christmas day anymore. Yep. And that, that really changed how that that changed a lot. It really did. And, um, and I love that we do that. And, um, I mentally already prepare myself for the day when our kids say, Mom and dad, we're not doing that. We have to have Christmas with, with our family. Right. I'll just be stuck with cranky old you. What am I going to do then? Oh, man. How, how sucky will that be? 
we'll get up we'll have breakfast we'll go see a movie and <laughs> we'll eat chinese food i mean that's what we're gonna do are we are we gonna do chinese food again this year cliff i know never mind we force you to eat chinese food once a year i know <laughs> uh, once a year we force you to eat chinese food oh gosh if you could come up with something else you could i mean let me know all right but that's but that that's what we do that's our i know it's what we've always done it's just uh, so unhealthy. It's so yummy. <laughs> okay. All right. So but, uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to Christmas and it's just, you know, the kids only have 6 days um 6 school days until they're out of school and and I'm just looking forward to that. Cool. Mhm. Well, hey, speaking of things we're excited about, we're excited about the fact that we still have a sponsor for Family from the Heart. Absolutely. And uh, since we're now 37 (laughs) minutes almost into this thing, uh, it is time to say thank you to TVTalk.com. And Stephanie's going to hack over there. I've got her muted. Are you all right? She says, okay. But uh, anyway, TVTalk.com, if you guys are not already aware of it, it is a podcast network of TV talk shows so basically talk shows about tv shows kind of like what we have done in the past with our fan podcasts only there are over 50 different television shows that have fan podcasts and they're available the very next day after your favorite television show now one of the things that's interesting for me is that i have been able to find television shows that I never really paid attention to until right around now when I'm actually on the treadmill looking for something to keep my mind occupied. And it allows me to go back and find shows that I am interested in. And then I can go back into the archives and watch the episode and then listen to what they have to say. Watch the episode and listen to what they have to say. So um, I encourage you guys, even though we're coming up to the time where all the finales are coming up and all that stuff it might be an opportunity for you to kind of peruse through the site and find some new television shows for you to watch and go back and watch on the ABC app or Hulu or Netflix or whatever the case may be. So anyway, tvtalk.com, they have the website. You can listen to them there. You can listen to them on iHeartRadio. And of course, the best experience uh, for you to kind of be in completely ingrained in the service is the TV Talk application for Android. And iOS. TV awesome. T- TVTalk.com. Dot com. Dot com. Very good. All right. So uh, shopping for your Vegas adventure. Yeah, so I did. How, so was that in the Christmas budget money? It was It was part my money. It was part Christmas money. It was, yeah. Okay. I kind of put them together. Gotcha. So, yeah. So tell me about this Christmas shopping experience. Now, you told me a little bit about it. Which one? The the one where I went shopping for myself? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, do you have more than one Christmas shopping experience for yourself? No. I really only, <laughs> for, for, the, for myself, I only have the one. But you went to this Vegas, um, you went to the Hot Mama I went or something? to Hot Mama, right. I did. Okay. Um, so there is a boutique um, here. It's up in Kenwood and it is, it's called Hot Mama. Um, it's a store that was created by um, a stay-at-home mom who believes that and is passionate about the fact that moms should look their best and feel their best. And um, so I just, I love walking through the store whenever we're up in um, Kenwood. Actually, the top that I wore for um, the Taylor concert on my birthday, I bought at Hot Mama. And um, and they're just they're just so... 
I don't know. They're they're very sweet. I mean, I get that they're salespeople. They're trying to sell you some, but it's it's more than that because there's the common, um, their moms also. Anyway, so I walked in there. Um, I was up in Kenwood doing some Christmas shopping, and I walked in. I was in fact looking for something for Vegas, and um, and so she asked me the 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 girl's name was Carrie. Carrie asked me what I'm looking for, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I'm not really a great um, shopper. I I mannequin shop a lot. If I see something on a mannequin um, that I like the way that it's put together, I'll I'll try it on or just buy it as is or whatever. Um, I'm not really good at piecing things together. And she's like, that's what we are here for. And I'm like, what do you mean? So she goes on to tell me that that you know they will they will help you pick it out and all this stuff. So I spent probably an hour and a half, maybe even two hours mm-hmm. up there um, trying on clothes. Carrie pulled all of these different outfits for me to try on, and um, and I tried them all on. Some of them I liked, some of them I didn't. Um, some of them I was just absolutely in love with, which is the one that I bought. And it was the best shopping experience of my life. Yeah. It was. And I got several new things that I can piece together and wear in many different ways and create, you know. So I have like a whole new winter wardrobe based on these few staple pieces that, that I got. Did you get the shirt that you have now? Yes, the shirt that I have on now. I, I like got that. that. Which I think I've worn like four times already because I love it and it's so comfortable and cozy. And um, the, the one that I bought for Vegas, I'm not wearing until then because, you know, once you wear it, it's not new anymore. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of having a new outfit for Vegas is, yeah. yeah. So, um, but it, it was fantastic. It was the best shopping trip I've ever had in my life. Um, they really were... Um, helpful in telling me what I could wear for for my body type like she was telling me that for my neckline um a a scoop neck or something like big and bulky around the neck like what I'm wearing now um anything with with a big scarf which I love to wear big scarves around my neck and so um she said that those are good for me I wear them well um it was just it was just so much fun that's awesome it was so much fun and um I'll probably go back in the in the spring early summer and get a few pieces for my summer wardrobe and be good to go awesome it was it was a great time it, stephanie came back and she was just like glowing from this experience oh, yeah. and she was just going on and on about it and then like two days later i open up the mail and there is a handwritten card from yeah. carrie yeah and just uh you know i, I mean yes they're salespeople, but they're they're great salespeople. they are great salespeople, and um and I felt better about myself than I have probably ever after going shopping. Shopping is not um, one of my favorite things to do for myself. Right. And especially clothes shopping. Yeah. I mean, I'll go shopping for stuff for my kitchen or, um, you know. But yeah. clothes shopping is just not really, not really my thing. I need to go shopping for Vegas myself. I know. And I think I want to go to the men's warehouse. Okay. Go shopping there. All right. See what they have. Okay. 
Uh, and then maybe it, the casual yeah. men's store mm-hmm. or whatever that you were telling me about. So we need to just put a time on our schedule for us to go out and do that. We maybe, do. Maybe it's it's next Friday that we go to, whatchamacallit, uh, to Carrie? Arlington House. Uh-huh. So, right, yep. Lisa. So wait a second. What is that? That is next. It's Friday the 20th at 1130. All right. So then I'm going to put on here. That's Friday the 20th. And then after that, do you want to go? That's fine. Men's warehouse and yep. then of course we'll put the casual yeah. but but at least but it's we'll on do my schedule. that from there that way that's scheduled that's going to be done so yeah i, I do i want to i want to find something um even before then or <clears throat> i'm thinking i may want to get some i, I told you i want to get some waterproof kind of shoes yeah. or or not like really tall boots but just kind of like shoes that are somewhat boots yeah something i can walk in the snow in and uh, I'd love to to do a little bit more with I don't know if they like some long johns or something like that. But uh, I, I think I might actually venture out into the cold this winter to walk and to do some okay. walking. Um, I actually walked in the 26 degree weather yesterday. Now, granted, it was sunny out, but still I was bundled up pretty well. I mean, I had a T-shirt. I had my big sweatshirt w- with hoodie. Um, I had my jacket on over top of it. I had a scarf on and I had a big winter hat on. And, um, you know, it, it was not unbearable. The only thing that I... Your hands. My hands were a little chilly because I didn't have any gloves. But I that, that wasn't a problem because my sweatshirt is oversized. So that just... I pulled that down and, and, and grabbed onto the end of it. And it was just... It was, it was fine. What was freezing... And I, actually, when I went to bed last night hours and hours and hours and hours later i finally took my shoes off and my socks were still soaking wet and cold i had told you to change your socks earlier from where my webbing on the top of my gym shoes uh got snow on top of them and it just went pretty much straight on through so outside of that I, i think i could actually do some cold winter walking and from what I'm hearing from folks is that when you actually work out outside like that, when you're walking and by the way, I know I'm going to, I'm not going to overexert myself. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, I understand the dangers of, of going out and shoveling snow and the sub zero temperature, right. all this other stuff and, and how that can, but, but I'm talking about just a casual walk outside for an out, you know, still going out for a long walk, but keeping yourself warm. But from what I hear, is that your body is burning a lot more calories when you're out in the cold because your body's not just... It's trying to warm itself. It's warming itself, plus it's also doing the physical activity. Right. And, um, you know, I, I got on the scale this morning, and I am now down 14 and a half pounds. That's awesome. From November 1st. So That's awesome. Still making some major If I don't get back there. at it, I'm going to start finding your 14 and a half pounds. When, well, what, no, when are you going to work out My, next? Um, when I can breathe without feeling like I'm going to die. All right. So when are you going to go to the doctor and get that cough taken care of? When we're done here. Okay. There you go. Did you call already? I'm going to try. I'm going to go to the nurse practitioner at Walgreens. I don't like that doctor. And okay. it's I just don't like him. There's a nurse practitioner at Walgreens. At Walgreens. Mm-hmm. They have and, a health clinic. Oh, okay. And and will they be able to prescribe you like mm-hmm. augmenting or something like that mm-hmm. if you need it? Yep. Interesting. I, I did not know this. Yeah. Sarah goes there all the time. Huh. That that she doesn't she doesn't have a um right. primary care. And um so that and that's where she goes and she she loves this lady and I just 
I don't like that doctor. I don't feel no. like that I'm listened to. I don't feel like oh, they even they, really care. And they just so urge it's in just, and out. Yeah. And it's just why? Why? Yeah. I, I diagnose myself on the internet, go in and tell them what I got. And, <laughs> right? and they write the prescription. <laughs> they usually tell me how how horrible it is to do that. Yeah, and, the and internet, that you shouldn't trust it. And yeah. then finally they, they do all their stuff. It's like, yeah, I think I think you need this. And I'm like, yep, that's, that's what I That's what I told in. you. That's what mm-hmm. I came for. Yeah. According to the internet, I either have um walking pneumonia or bronchitis. So I, you have bronchitis. Yeah. And you don't, you, um you do I I've had walking pneumonia several times. You don't have it. I know. I was just telling you, according to the internet. Yeah. Since you said you self-diagnose, mm-hmm. I was not, but I was playing around. and Yeah. Oh, do we have more topics? Let's see here. We do. Uh, do you want to tell us about the first trip to the principal's office? I will. Why not? I'm talking so much already. You are. I am. Um, so, my um, our oldest child is in the eighth grade, and I had my first trip to the principal's office um, today. It was not... Uh, however, for either of our children in the middle school, um, Megan had a dentist appointment today. And when I picked her up, she was telling me this story. Um, our school or our, our middle school currently has um, mobiles outside. Um, the school is is over capacity. And um, so they have they have I think they have two mobiles, which allows for four additional classrooms and Megan's first class of the day for this six-week term is in one of those mobiles. And the teacher is late all the time. Okay. It, it's happening like all the time, which she's been telling me continually for the last four weeks that this teacher is late. Um, and so... Today, I pick her up for the dentist, and she tells me this story, and I'm going to tell you the story, okay? Mm-hmm. Teacher was late. Mm-hmm. So, the kids were standing. It was 11 degrees when those kids went to school this morning. Yeah. Okay? And um, rather than waiting outside in the 11-degree temperature for the teacher to arrive, they stood inside at the door that exits to the mobile. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Pretty smart, pretty pretty smart 14-year-olds there, right? Yep. Well, they were in a seventh grade hallway. Okay. And some of, some of the seventh grade teachers had complained that these students were in the hallway. Right. At when, when school had already started. Okay. The teacher arrives late. Kids get in. She says to the kids that she's going to get fired and it's their fault for making noise in the hallway. What, or... I don't even, you know, but, but basically because they were in the hallway waiting and they were being loud and disrupting, and which I don't think the case was that they were uh, being loud. Okay, hold on a second. So, hold on. I, hold on, hold on. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind that they were being loud and disruptive. Probably. They're, eight, they're, they're 14, graders. yeah. So right. so regardless of the fact, they're inside the seventh grade hall. And yes, they the, are the talking, seventh grade, they are doing the, the seventh grade mm-hmm. teachers are upset. They're being loud 14 year olds in a, in a hallway, seventh grade hallway waiting for their obviously yeah. they're being loud and obnoxious right okay so the teacher relays still, to them it's, it's it's still the smart thing to do to be loud and obnoxious in the hallway inside where it's warm versus outside, outside where, where you're gonna freezing. yeah well so she she says i mean to, it's not good to be loud and obnoxious but they're 14 they're years 14 old. 
they know no other way. Okay. Um, anyway, so she tells them that um, that she's going to get fired and it's their fault. I'm like, Megan, I don't like this. This is just really, I just really don't like this. And this teacher's late all the time. Um, so when I take Megan back after her dentist appointment, and this is kind of like settled in on me by now, um, she heads off back to class. I waited until she was out of the office. I even pretended like I was leaving the building and then I turned around and went back. Um, because if I said something, she would be humiliated. And then I asked the, um, the receptionist if I wanted to make a complaint about a teacher, um, who do I do, who do I do that to? And they said, well, have you spoken with the teacher yet? I said, I haven't yet. It's not really so much, it's more of a concern um, that I would like to address. And the teacher's not really the person to address it to. Um, And so she asked what grade my kid was in. She turns to the principal who is standing right behind the desk the entire time that I'm speaking to these two ladies, um, whom I love. Our receptionists are fantastic, both of them. And he looks up to me. He asked me what grade my kid is in. And I said eighth. And he goes, oh, well, that would be me. So he walks around. He opens his door. I come in. I relay the story to him. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That's just not very adult. If she's going to get fired for being late, that's her fault. Not the children's for being loud. They're 14. And I said, you know, and this is, I'm relaying this to you as the way my daughter related to me. I... I'm going to be the first one to tell you my kid is 14 and she has the gift of exaggeration. She gets that from her dad. I didn't say that, but she really does. <laughs> We're um, really good at really making a story. I'm juicy. just telling you the way that it was told to me. Um, and, you know, it's it's 11 degrees outside. If I found out that my kid was standing outside for 15 minutes waiting on a late teacher in 11 degrees, you better believe I'll be up here making some big noise. Um I'm, you know, if the kids were standing inside, that's where they need to be. It is a big deal for us parents to get these kids to school at 735 in the morning. A teacher better be there to let them in. It is not adult of her to put that blame on them. It's just not cool. Right. Um, So he said that he did not know that she was late this often. He's had a talk with her about being late before. And he didn't know that it was still going on as often as it was. Um, I told him that according to my daughter, it is happening nearly every day. He said that he would, he said that he would handle it. And I just, but I'm like, I'm not going to, this is ridiculous because if my kids are two minutes late, they get a tardy. Yeah. And if they get five or more tardies, they're turning me into the truancy officer. What's the deal that this lady can be late every day? Mm-hmm. And then tell the kids it's their fault that she's going to get fired. Yeah. I think not. Yeah. I made a fuss. Uh, it sounds like it. <laughs> it's what I do best. I mean, in, in you know, the one thing is, of course, we don't know what's going on in the life of this teacher. Uh, Which is what I've been telling Megan up to this point. Yeah. I said, Megan, you know, we don't know what's going on in her life. You need to, you know, it's but, a teacher that Megan doesn't like anyway. Yeah, it, it's a ridiculous. It's not even a class that they learn anything in. It's called enrichment. It's like for their first 30 or so minutes of the day. Um, really, it's pointless. I think they should give us that 30 minutes to sleep. But, you know, yeah. it's all about state and money. And um, but the reality is, is that it's causing some stress on our daughter. It is because she's in a hallway and being yelled at for being in right. the hallway. When and then being yelled at that she's going. Yeah. Yeah. And and 
whether or not that teacher actually said those words to her, I don't know. But nor do I. But it's his job yeah, to look into it. Exactly. But I think it's. I do think it was appropriate for you to say, "Hey, you know, this is an ongoing thing that that this is. She's late quite often, and you know, if this is the case, then so be it. But." There needs to be some kind of place, like some holding pattern yeah. place. So, well, somebody to, needs to be. to be there to let them in. Yeah, somebody needs to let them in. It, it's, you know, it's not easy for me to get up at six o'clock in the morning. I don't like it. My yeah. kids don't like it, but we do it. Well, so what's yeah. her excuse? Well, she may have a really good know, excuse. And, but, and I totally, I totally but understand. The, but the reality is something needs to that. be done to either let the kids into the yep. room or to let the kids know that it is totally fine to be in that hallway. But hey, be quiet. If you're if you're respect if that you're, other classes have started, if you're called out here making a ruckus, we know that you're out here. We know why you're out here. But by golly, if if we we hear your voice, we catch you making a ruckus. Mm-hmm. You're getting sent that's to on. the you're going you're getting sent to the office. Right. You know, that that's one that's that's one way of handling it. But you can't say, you can't no. complain about the kids being in the hallway. You, right. You can complain about the kids making a loud noise. Noise, that, but not being in the hallway. But, Absolutely. But no, I totally agree no with that. Deal. But that wasn't even my issue. My issue was that this t- teacher is habitually late. Yeah. And um, and potentially placing and blame, blame on, on kids. Which, which I think that I think that and I, I love teachers. Mm-hmm. OK, but they're human. I cannot do what they do. Nope. I wouldn't want to. And they are human. One thing that I find most ridiculous about middle school teachers is when they start behaving like middle schoolers. <laughs> well, that's who they spend most of the time with. I know, but this is a problem. Like, get a friend. Go out on a Monday night or something. <laughs> spend some time with some adults. <laughs> Have a teacher meeting. Something. Oh, but, um, and I, I think that it, it happens. It happens a lot where the t- the... You know, when you're yelling and screaming at teenagers about and you're behaving like a teenager while doing it, it's just really not getting your point across very well. Not very well at so, all. Anyway, had my first um, principal meeting. That's all. Cool. Well, we can't go a week without giving an update on the house. No, we can't. So Why would we? we? Well, of course we wouldn't. You, you guys are going to get so sick and tired of hearing us talk I, about if our you house. Don't, if you never... If you don't hear us give an update, excuse me, that means nothing happened that week. <laughs> <laughs> and we would actually we would give you an update. Guess what? Nothing's nothing happened. Nothing happened. Week. Right. But this week did something did happen in mm-hmm. uh, in spite of the very frigid temperatures, uh, they were able to pour the footers yes. in our house. They were. For our house. And um, I'm like, Stephanie called me up and said, Hey, my dad told me that uh, somebody from All Right's gone over to All by the way, Stephanie's uncle owns All Right concrete yes and her dad works with her uncle and they're the concrete company that pours for our our builder builder is using to to pour the footer so anyway so my dad texts me that um they're gonna they're pouring your footer today and um and then i was like really and he said he had just spoke with the um with the driver who had um been assigned to yeah, to go over there. So, um, and, and Stephanie awesome. texts me and she says they they're pouring our footers today. And I'm like, wait a second, what are our footers then? You know, and of yeah. course now I I going over there today. I I know what the footers are. Right. It's it's kind of it's not the foundation. It's it's the support of the foundation. I guess it, it's it's the concrete that they pour where I think the the bulk of the weight of the house Sit. is going to be right. sitting on. Yeah. So they pour this and then they actually pour the foundation. foundation. 
um, and then they'll pour the walls. But those, yeah. the walls and the rest of the foundation has to be pa- uh, done right. when it's above freezing. Which, which uh, it should be next week. Um, which again is another text from my dad said, hopefully they'll pour the walls next week when it's fifty. Yeah. So we're supposed to have some a uh, little bit warmer weather next week. Actually, fifty would be a lot bit warmer. Yep. <laughs> if it gets back up to fifty, we're going to be wearing shorts again. Heck yeah, we are. And um. And I saw this picture on Facebook where it was um, 50 and it says it's a picture and it says 50 in Florida and it's people wearing hats and gloves and and jackets. And then it says 50 in Wisconsin and they're out running in T-shirts and shorts. And it's funny (laughs) just how we're all um, acclimated to our different, you know, temperatures and stuff. But um, so hopefully next week they'll get the walls poured and we'll keep moving. So, yeah, we still have to choose our countertop, but. The floor went well. Yes, we do. We have we've picked out our stone tile and, uh, and our carpet. Our carpet. Our, I love our carpet. Um, I I think I want to go back and take a look at the carpet I picked for the studio just to make sure. But um, you know I'll do that sometime. Got plenty of time. Yes. To to worry we about really that. Really do. And um, the stone the stone tile is awesome. I love it. We fell in love it's with really it. Good. So we saw as soon as we saw it. And I swear, we we fell in love with it before we saw the name. Actually, of it. I saw the name first, but oh. go ahead. Okay, I didn't see the name until afterwards, and I'm like, that is our stone tile. That is the color. That is the pattern. Not the pattern, but the look and, and feel of it. And the the name of it is Twilight. It is, which just fits. It just so. fits. So that yeah. is so. So the flooring is done, and um, we're still working on I Stephanie's the, apron sink. We are. Um, but she's she's been contacting me back and forth, so I know that she's working on that. And uh, I sent her the colors for the kids' bedrooms, and we're moving right along. Yeah, the only thing we have left to do that has to get done um, is uh, going in what our countertop our countertop and oh by the way uh we paid our one percent down we did so the our we went from being pre-approved to to official loan approval actually approved approved for this house for this purchase uh which we didn't think was going to be a problem anyway so anyway until next time my friends we encourage you to live your life with purpose podcast and some magic